Toe scores and the Kraken take a one nothing. This is Bet MGM tonight. Join us for live sweats. Oh! Yes. Let's go Kansas 80, That was a big balls three. Three minutes ago. Big balls three. Instant reaction. This is an unbelievable thing for me to see. My favorite team, my true favorite team. Less mistress, more side piece. And maybe a few regrettable decisions. Oh, he's got bust written all over him. Gudikin sucks. Jordan Edison ran a 5-3-40 and he's Tristis height. I'd take him. You know what you shouldn't have done? Bet on the Wizards. Yep. Now, live from Washington, D.C., it's Ryan Horvat, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashew. Ryan's somewhere here. This is always the quest, right? It's like that. We, we the, the last hour, yep. It's waiting on the coffee machine to make him his coffee. I don't know how he does it, by the way. To, oh, like, I drink coffee this late and fall asleep, I can't do it. I wouldn't be able to. No. I have to stop drinking Diet Coke at, like, 4 p.m. Yep, me Otherwise, too. Otherwise, I'm... I'm buzzing. Caffeine just disrupts my sleep. I have it in the morning, and that's I can do it till about noon. Mm-hmm. And then after that, no, it ain't happening. Some people can do it. I, I just can't do it. Sun's up two right now, 96-94 on the Bulls. Grayson Allen's got 23. Not a great shooting night for Bradley Beal in his Sun's regular season Shocking. debut. Three of 12. Three of six from three, though. 11 points. True hooper, they say. True hooper. <laughs> I think he's in a good spot as a number three, but, like, this is... I hate the true hooper posts. I yeah. do. I saw it with Lonnie Walker, who's trending right now, another net. L-Dub, I call him. L-Dub. And uh, L-Dub the fourth. <laughs> L-Dub. L-Dub and four. And you like some... how I just <laughs> casually walk in? Just yeah. casually walk in with your well, coffee and say L-Dub. Hey, you know? I am a good, good, good man, and oh, okay. Scott always steals away the coffee. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, the cleaning ladies were, like, cleaning off the coffee thing. That's what he was saying. Yeah, yeah. and you're, you're pretty much waiting at like, point. I really need one it's more. It's awkward. Yeah. Sorry, though. Go on. It's I awkward. Mean, I didn't mean to. Your Rockets. Your Rockets. 101.74 right Houston, now. Houston, we got a problem. Oh, boy. We might, we might need to add a uh, section 600 in the arena because the fans in Houston are, are gonna going to be up. flocking to that arena. Glad, they didn't, glad they didn't get hardened. The ladies yeah. will be there for Udoka. Yeah. Pick me. By the way, Pick speaking me. of which, Nia Long... And her Go. thirsty ass. Oh. She goes on uh, I, I, an I, interview interview thing with uh, Young Jeezy, and they were basically bashing Ime Udoka. And he was like, listen here, real men never cheat. And she's like, oh, my God, really? I can see that, actually. And you're like, oh, yeah, this won't be a panty dropper. <laughs> Young Jeezy said this? Yes. Wait a minute, then. He's been lying to us for years, because if you go back and you listen to the song, yes. uh, Leave You Alone with Neo... Can't leave you alone. You know, the whole song yes. is about him. He's he's cheating, you know? Yes. Yeah. Well, about- I think I'm with another broad every night. You when should- I think about the issue prior right. Yes. So now he's- She should have asked, well, what yeah. about that one song, Leave You Alone? Were you capping or uh, are you a changed man? I got to be honest, though. If I could hang out with two people, Neil Long and Young Jeezy together... Might, you might. didn't see this trending no, no. on Twitter? No, I don't think oh, I saw this today no, either. No, I've been in the lab. I also think that there are times where Twitter just doesn't give you like, like what every, I want anymore. The algorithms are so different. Everything's all, all effed up now. I, I can't stand it. Yeah. All I see is like all these things I don't want to see. All I want to see are beat reporters telling me if like I, all I need to know is like is JTT playing for Ohio State, right? Um, is Cam Rising officially out for the season and looking to get a medical res- uh, red shirt year? Stuff like that.
Oh, see, I get the, I get a lot of like dirty. You get a lot of the tea. Yeah, a lot of dirty mac and type stuff. Yeah, that's the not... lighting's perfect. I put it to, I sent it to the group chat. You guys just take a listen. Don't then I get like crusty crab bets, three team parlay. <laughs> like gambling Twitter has taken over my entire feed, well, and I care about none of it. I just like to bet the games. I don't care what anybody else bets. I don't care who got the closing line value. I don't care who's fighting with who. All right, we could all just make money. I just want to win all my bets and retire very young and live to be old and healthy. There you go. Big muscles. <laughs> I just need enough money to buy up all the HGH. You're like Drake. I want a young life, yeah. but a crazy one. Yeah, exactly. You I want to be... win bets. I want this girl and another one. Except for I don't want that. I was going to say, I, careful. I love my wife. She's, in trouble. She's, she's not listening. She's, yet. she's asleep. She's, she's asleep. Like a normal rest. person. Yeah, it's 10 p.m. <laughs> right, right. You know, You know. I wonder what, because um, it looks like Kyler Murray's going to get the start now and make his debut this week. Like, I wonder what his props are even going to look like. What do you even set that at, knowing that we don't really have anything from this year? It's his first game back from a torn ACL. I couldn't, like, I can't even, I mean, I would think, what, probably like 220 yards passing, maybe. Let's see if I can Let's find. Let's see if we can thir- get some. If yeah. there's anything up, I don't know if there's anything up for that I think, yet. I doubt it. I think at most. I didn't see anything earlier today. I was I'd looking s- earlier. I'd Sometimes say, they put it up at night. I'd say passing Sneaky. yardage probably in the low 200s. Yeah. Like 220 would probably That's, cap the limit. Yep. What I wonder Only is what Taylor the... Heineke is out, and it's 216 and a half yeah. right now. So I, I expect Kyler Murray maybe at like 220, 223. I don't know why that pops in my head. I can't expect it to be too much. But he's going to want to run the football some, but then the question is how much. Right. Guys will say this, right? It takes a certain amount of time to come back from an injury physically. Yes. And a lot of players will say, like, it takes almost a full year mentally to really come back from that. Just to not have that be in the back of your mind at all. Guys falling around your knees or whatever the case is. Ooh, so it might take a while. Yeah. And that's what concerns me a little bit. Like, betting Arizona, you know, we talked about our survivor pool. Mm-hmm. And I brought up maybe, like, if you ever did, gun to your head, have to bet um, Arizona this season, a team that was not favored in any games, which I don't remember the last time we saw that in NFL history. They weren't favored in one game this season. This might be a good spot because Atlanta's not a very good team like I projected coming into the season. They're only 4-5. and five. I don't like the quarterback situation. I don't like the head coach play caller. But if you don't have Kyler Murray fully healthy and he's not going to be able to be mobile and leave the pocket in this game, I don't like him as much just because He's just a little guy. Yeah, and when he he's got to sit in that pocket, he looks even smaller. You right. know, you see the meme, and it's the little Kyler out there. And then you have these 6'3", 6'4", defensive linemen just batting the balls down at the line of scrimmage. That's what concerns me. That's why every year Kyler's an MVP candidate until he gets hurt and you force him to stay in the pocket. Then he's not I love able how you to say show pocket. that pocket. Then he's not able to show that greatness. I'm going on like a half hour of sleep, so I'm just trying to. Power I just like through. the way you say pocket. So we got to go like tons of energy, tons of coffee, all the way through. You know, pocket. Yeah. By the way, Michigan State plays Southern Indiana tomorrow. Really quickly, uh, in men's hoops. <laughs> okay. Twenty six and a half point favorite. <laughs> I would fade them. Is that going to be on the? Is that going to be on the uh, the list? You're, on no? the crit coops. <laughs> <laughs> just... Wait, who plays who? Michigan State. We're on the NFL road, and Trista grabs the wheel, and she's like, come on over here for a second. I wonder if my main man Jeremy Fears is going to make his debut. That's when you know. Okay, so we always talk about, like, I know I'm getting old because um, Bronny James is going to be playing college here. Right. Right? I was, like, I remember watching LeBron's first game. When Mm -hmm. I realized I'm really old is when last night, you know, we're doing our interview, and somebody brings up Jeremy Fears, and I'm thinking in my head, Jeremy Fears. I went to high school with Jeremy Fears. He ended up going and playing at uh, Ohio and then playing overseas in Turkey and I believe maybe in Greece for a year. But his son is the starting point guard. There's going to be for the Michigan State Spartans. He's our age. He used to sleep over, like come over our house. Jay Fears Jr. And now his son 
is a starting point guard in college basketball. So, you know, like sometimes like when I go to the club and I'm rocking the skinny jeans, I like yeah. to feel young. I'm like old. I'm pushing like this girl I went to high school with that I had a crush on for four years, got married a couple of years ago, and she married this older guy. He has a kid who just had a kid. She's a grandma. <laughs> Step-grandma, technically. I really lucked out, but she's a grandma. That's how old I am. Like, you could be a grandpa right now, is what you're saying. My son's 10. I, I hope not. But it, well, yeah. if we really wanted to do the math, if you had your son younger, if you In had your son. In eight years, your son yeah. could be a grandpa. Yeah. If you had, you a, if you had a 16-year-old kid. That's how old I am. Yeah. Like, I'm getting old. Goes this by is 40. actually it's only four. In my neighborhood, four years. a little bit more. Yeah. My my uh, my neighborhood could be four years before you your grandpa. Man, that'd crazy. be crazy. It goes by quick, and you start seeing uh, you know, kid, like it's not just that guy that you knew that you went to high school with, but I mean, think of all the juniors we now have in the NFL and the NBA. Mm. Yeah, it's like it started with like Jaron Jackson Jr. I'm like, wait a minute, and then now it just goes down the list around the NFL and the NBA, and I'm like, that no, right, it's no, like Cole Anthony, and yeah, yeah, man, it goes by Asante Samuel. Feel yeah. like I feel like a country song right now. Don't blink. <laughs> you might miss Kobe White. I have a question about country. How come mm-hmm. country doesn't have like the same kind of sex songs that R and B has? No, they do. That, it's, it's not more, the same. Yeah, it's 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 more um country girl. It's it's, it's like more conservative. It's more wholesome, Tristan. Like they oh. really get to it in R and B. You gotta listen to the right one. <laughs> that is true. Walking through the front door. There's there's some there's good definitely ones. some. That's yeah. not a, that's All not that's, I could think about. There's one I can think of, but I can't home. think of what the name was. Yeah. They there's, call me U S H. Well, yeah. Obviously, yeah. they call Usher. me B R A D Paisley. Oh, That's what I'd love to see is just like some country. Yeah, Usher versus Chris Stapleton. I, I think there's him, a bit of a difference there in the type of music. <laughs> I used to call them Eat'em and Beat'em Mixes, the yeah. slow jams. Yeah. And uh, they just don't have that in country, unfortunately. It's anyway. uh, it's different. It's different. Back uh, to there's no question. Kyler Murray, though. <laughs> hey, pull Kyler the wheel Murray. back over this way. Yeah. <laughs> I do like the Cardinals, guys. reason um, being in that, I think, call, call her, I think Kyler is going to ball out here, though. Because he wants to get himself into a good situation. See, I'm not really under you this whole impression. You think he wants impression. to leave Arizona? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't think do. they're going to trade him. I, I really do. could see this do, team dude. trading down dude, I and do. getting a couple Chicago? of picks. Chicago? Where you would you go? have Drake May or Caleb Williams. No, not sure. And Chicago has to do the right thing like Spike Lee, too. And yeah. they have to get their young guy. If yeah, it's not do. Justin Fields. and So Rams? I'm, a, I'm still... Kill me for this. I'm still a Justin Fields believer. I think if San Francisco selected Justin Fields... Rather than Trey Lance, that he would still, um, that like he wouldn't be taking the slander right now. I, I mean, Justin Fields had a couple good back to back games. I don't think he's more than like a one read quarterback, but in the right system, like getting rid of the ball quickly. He could make the throws. He's one of the best athletes we've ever seen at the position. But, uh, I mean, he doesn't have a whole lot surrounding him. No. I, so, yeah. And the other thing with, um, like with Chicago is they could just, I would rip the Band-Aid off this year. If you could get Caleb Williams or Drake May. Now, if it's not one of those two guys, maybe you pass. Because I don't know what Michael Penix is at the next level. I really do like Bo Nix. I'm coming around on Bo Nix as maybe a pro Even though he's like 26 years old? That's, I mean, that's the only thing. He's so old. You know what I mean? Uh, but you're not taking Kyler. You're not taking Bo Nix over Kyler Murray. Joe Burrow was like 24, remember, too. Mm-hmm. That was not really a knock, but kind of a knock because he spent a couple of years at Ohio State and couldn't get the start there before he went to LSU. But I just feel like because Ryan Poles didn't draft Justin Fields. That was a Ryan Pace draft pick. He gone. So now Ryan Poles wants to attach himself to his franchise quarterback. And if you could get one of those two guys, I think you have to do so. Or, you know, if you miss out on those guys, 
Maybe it's Marvin Harrison. I don't know. Because you kind of fixed up the offensive line. The offensive line's been a little bit better. The defense has been a little bit better. And you also have a bunch of money to spend. So you just got to get the quarterback position right. So... I could see if the Cardinals have the number one overall pick. Yeah, they'll probably want Caleb Williams. You can't take Marvin I, I, Harrison. I get that. No. No, 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 no. So that's where what I'm saying. Kyler, like, where, they... Where's his best fit? Kyler wants an offensive lineman. Oh, uh, where's his best fit? Yeah. Imagine him in San Francisco. Like if Purdy kind of starts to regress. What if the 49ers get aggressive and say, we want Kyler Murray? What if Denver keeps winning games? Although Russell Wilson's been awesome. Russell and Wilson hasn't been. Good. He's been. No, he's been good. He's yeah. been like top five quarterback. He, he's good. a top five rated quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, don't People know. don't realize that. about it for whatever reason. Because the team hasn't been great, although they've been a little bit better. I don't know. That's a really good question. Yeah, you could say San Francisco, but uh, Brock Purdy might be the guy. Maybe. Um, Philadelphia doesn't need a quarterback. You know, what, what does Minnesota do? What does Minnesota mm-hmm. do? Because you want to keep Justin Jefferson, and the reports, the rumors are that he doesn't want to stick around in Minnesota. Maybe he just doesn't want to play with Kirk Cousins. Jordan Addison looks like a bona fide stud. You have TJ Hawkinson, who you're paying all that money to. And the defense, even though the de- the defense has actually been better They've this been year really for good. Minnesota. You know what I mean? That's a top six, top seven defense Maybe Minnesota right now. for Kyler. Indoors? What about the Raiders? Raiders, Raiders, Raiders would actually would be a really yeah, good anything would be great for them. Well, that's true. Yeah, yeah. No, no offense. But I think, I think culturally it makes sense, yeah. too. Like, I can see Kyler there. And also just in, you're playing indoors. It'll yep. be a fast-paced offense. you got a couple of good receivers you can throw the ball to. Got a young tight end. The question obviously becomes who the head coach is. Is it Antonio Pierce? Who's going to be the offensive coordinator? But that would make sense. That would be a place for him, too. Um, I mean... Might not be crazy to think the Giants, especially with torn ACL for Daniel Jones, they can move off him. Yeah. Do they move off him? They I should. wouldn't do that for Kyler Murray though. Not in that not in that field. Yeah. Like that's not with that Kyler Murray injury mm-hmm. history. Yeah. Not in that weather. Historically I just don't like like you know, the quarterback position and I know the league's changed a little bit and Matthew Stafford went to the Rams and won a Super Bowl. But he was in a oh, bad dude. situation for a decade plus. Mm. I don't like the the refurbished quarterback, to be honest with you. Guys, the, you know Atlanta, I mean? the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, and yes. that's most oh. likely where he ends up going. That would be a great yes. spot for him. All that speed. All that. Oh, now, man. Now, you know, I may like that idea. I think Atlanta's the best spot. I actually love that idea. I'd go Atlanta and then maybe uh, Vegas. Those yeah. would be the top two spots. Yeah, and Atlanta would be the much better fit. In yes. that offense, with all that speed, again, Bijan and yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and you'd have a real passing threat. So you'd be able to get the ball to Drake London and Kyle Pitts. We'd be able to draft those guys in fantasy. I swear to God, that's Tom Googliata sitting in the front row. I Maybe it to. is. He I played keep, for the Bulls for a for while, For whatever reason, I brought him up on this show. I mean, I bring up all the most random names like three times of the last month. And they keep showing this guy sitting front row at the UC. And I swear to God, it's Tom Googliata. It might be. And he's a former son. That might be. Tom Googley. Did he play for the Bulls at all? No, he never no, played for the Bulls, right? Timberwolves and Suns. I know he played here. Yeah, I Warriors, know he was a Bulls. Wizards, and uh, NC State Wolfpack. I wonder what he. Oh, that's got to be him. Probably. Anyway, nobody cares. I, I had to say it out loud, though, because I keep looking at it, and I had to say it. Anyway, what'd you guys know on uh, on this day in history? Eight Mile was released. Oh, was oh our friend really? Lucy Burge. She's a big Eminem fan. She tweeted about it earlier. She had a take that maybe he should have uh, Eminem should have won an Academy Award, and I agree with her. Still, uh, still one of the best scenes ever. The final, oh, final freestyle scene. It gets me so fired. Oh, it's up. so I good. I would run it? through a wall. It's so great. That and Dan Landing are the two things. Still that standing get me to here, run screaming a wall. "F the free world!" Yeah. yeah. And then that's it. That and Dan, yeah, Dan Landing. Well, you and Dan Lanning nudes. I know that's what you really are looking for. Wait, so, what? Yeah. what? That's your guy. You love him. No. What? Oh, come on. All right, fine. It's Pet MGM tonight.
The winning trifecta is Ryan Horvat, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashu. All three will be right back on Bet MGM tonight. Presented by Bet MGM, live from BetQL. Against the avalanche at the end of the first. And I fall asleep. And I wake up maybe around like 1.40, and I know because the first thing I did when I, when I woke up was look at my phone, see what time it is, and immediately go to NHL goals and to check my score app to see what the final score of the game was. And I saw that the Avalanche had come back to win the game 4-1, which meant I had won my parlay, put my phone down, and tried to go back to sleep. So we're officially in, like, that part of the calendar here. If you're on the East Coast especially, where, hey, like, you're betting West Coast games, you might not be able to stay up, and then you wake up in the middle of the night for whatever reason, you just wake up, uh, maybe there's a noise, you gotta go to the bathroom, whatever it is. You got to wait till the morning to find out if you won your bet? Of course not. You're picking up the phone and you're checking. So I had yet another one of those last night, and the NBA starts next week. So, I mean, we are big time here now, Ken, in this season. In, like, middle of the night, check my phone to see if I won my bet season. And I absolutely love it. Jenks, if you could have one brand uh, sponsor you, what do you think that brand would be? What brand would sponsor me? I don't know. Some sort of bourbon or something, probably. That's that's what I'd go with. I don't know. I'd have to think about my favorite bourbon. You know, just throw it out like, oh, that's a good one too, Matt. I would either be sponsored by McDonald's because I love the McRib and I'm passionate about the McRib. Or maybe like Woodford or some sort of just solid bourbon. I don't know. I feel like that's right in my wheelhouse. A fast food sandwich from McDonald's or some booze. (laughs) I think that's perfectly in line. What about you? I'm not sure I was thinking about this. Because so much of like marketing and brand management is about awareness. I'm not sure if I have it. Like, I feel like I am so different in so many regards. Like, maybe like a healthy smoothie place. I don't know. Uh, smoothie King. I, do, I wear a lot of Lululemon, but like, I don't think I'm like cool enough to maybe represent them. But the reason I bring this up is because mm-hmm. it feels like we have the perfect partnership in the NFL between Kirk Cousins and Coles. Has there ever been a better brand deal with somebody who is extremely self-aware that he dresses like a dad? Have you seen somebody sure sponsored by Coles? Like they look right up his alley and I tip my hat to him. <laughs> I actually have not seen these. This does not shock me at all. It's actually perfect. Perfect guy. Right. I will give Kirk Cousins credit enough. You know, and you, you mentioned it, which is at least he's self-aware enough to know. You know, that's the worst. People just have no self-awareness at all and they'll dress a certain way or they'll act a certain way and they just don't see why what they're doing or what they're wearing is ridiculous. But I think this is chef's kiss. If you missed any of the show, listen back anytime on the new and improved Odyssey app.
No, and I um, God, I was talking to a couple folks about this, and I think Drake May, even with the loss, Drake May looked better in that loss than Caleb looked in his his loss. And I, the big thing for me when I'm watching these games, and and and, and I, I'm looking for advancement, right? I'm looking for development. Um, and I just I, I don't see him getting better. I see him doing a lot of the same things. And now that teams have a beat on it, they're making him make mistakes. And now that he's making mistakes, there's frustration, and you can see it on the sidelines, and that's the whole deal. So when I look at him, I think May has an opportunity to push, but I also think Penix, a guy who I said should be the front runner for the Heisman, Penix has an opportunity to push as well. And so with Caleb Williams, we also have to go to the NFL, right? And so you gotta look at what Let the conversation continue with Ryan, Trista, and Nick and BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Suns hanging on against the Bulls right now in Chicago. 107-105. Got a minute 15 to go in this one. Be a big win for the Bulls. They can pull it off. Yeah. They'll blow it. Feisty Bulls tonight. No, this is, like, this is actually like one of the games that they'll win. And then they'll lose to the Hornets. This is what they want. You know, this is the reason you don't trade Zach Levine. These nights right here when it's a Wednesday at the UC. He's got 22, 6, and 6, Trista. Yeah. When it's a Wednesday at the UC and you can beat the uh, Phoenix Suns at home. And there's not, look at that. There's not one empty seat in that arena. You could go all the way up to section 300, which, you know how like sometimes you're like, there's not a bad seat in the arena. At the UC, there is. I don't like the upper levels. The Mm -hmm. 200 levels, if you guys ever have to go, great, great value because you don't have to leave your seats. They bring you the drinks. They bring you the Beer, they bring you the the deep dish pizza. You want an Italian beef? Boom, just like do that. they really with the jardinier on it? Yeah, section two hundred is always the value pick. Me and my dad do it every single time. And there's a bar right there. Um, they if, bring if, you the food? Yeah, they just bring it right to your seat. If the game sucks, there's access to other TVs. You can watch like I don't know college football, more NBA, college basketball. Not the Bulls, not Kobe White. It's nice. Wow, <laughs> I'm a fan. I am a fan. Or you could uh, send a message to our boss, the great Mitch Rosen. He's got the best seat in the house. His press box, or not press box, his uh, company suite is right behind the basket right there. Mm-hmm. So it's not like up in the section 300s mm-hmm. by the press box. It's like you got a great view. If you don't mind being behind the basket, which I don't. I don't mind that at all. That's usually not a bad all view All you can drink, all you can eat, wine, beer, again, Italian The score beef. has that every home. I'm going, home, yeah, every, every home. game, every yeah. game. Yeah, don't let so them lie to you. So as long as they're, uh, <laughs> don't let them lie to you. As long as there's not a big corporate sponsor yeah. in, then you can get People in. like, yeah, you want to go to the game on Tuesday? And I'd be like, well, it's the Raptors. Any chance we could do Thursday when Bron's in town? And like, <laughs> nope, all those tickets are given to sponsors. Like, nope, you that's, got it. nope, nope, you got the Terry Rozier special for the Hornets. Always, that's always how it works. Uh, heat up 95-88 on the Grizzlies right now. Uh, Pistons. 113-112 over the Bucks. Got a minute 48 to go there. 28 points, 7 rebounds, 8 assists for Cade Cunningham. Damian Lillard's got 30. Thunder up on the Cavs, 124-115. Shea Gilgis-Alexander, 41-6-6. and Yeah, he does. He's, he's something special. That guy could be an MVP one year. Yeah, like this year. Yeah. I mean, if they, they How probably many guys better than like say a six seed, though. You know what I mean? Like, we do this with NFL quarterbacks. Like, man, yeah. Justin Herbert's going to win so many MVPs. Joe Burrow is. And in all reality, they all can't. Right. Yeah. But, like, when we talk about like the future of the NBA, Cade, you know, um, Bancaro, 
Uh, all these guys. Uh, Jaden Ivy, a.k.a. Ivy, <laughs> who I know you guys are a little bit down on. He doesn't even start anymore. No, he's going to get moved most likely. But who do you think? I think he will, yeah. Which is crazy like, to think. If you could buy stock in any of these guys, I'm going Ant, Anthony Edwards. Yeah. Uh, the reincarnation of Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant. Guy's just <laughs> built like a you-know-what brick house, too, so Maybe. I love him, and he could get you buckets. And he just, after the game, he's at the podium, and he's just eating McDonald's. And Carl Anthony Towns is like, oh, you guys shouldn't encourage it. Hey, Kat, how about you hit the gym and get rid of that baby fat guy? A little less time on Instagram with your Instagram model. A little more time hitting the gym so you stop fouling out before we even reach quarter three when you guys do make the playoffs. Give my guy Ant some help. I'd buy all the stock in him. There you go. That's a good round. That was actually Actually, pretty they're good. the well best done. defense in the NBA right now. Yeah, I know, but I just wanted to throw Cat under the bus because he cost me a lot of money a couple of years ago, yeah. and it's Cat. You know? Yeah, he's an easy target. I actually usually defend him on this show. I'm always trying to like move him to Nick's Knicks. Oh my God! Don't even, don't <laughs> like, even suggest that, please. Give, I'll take, take Anthony Edwards. Knicks take Anthony fans, Edwards in New York. Knicks fans hate hate Carol Anthony Towns. Uh uh-uh. Marcus Sasser again, just coming in with a very clutch off the bench performance. I think he has so far this game. He has whoa! He has 26. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Houston legend. Marcus Sasser. Okay, Jaden Ivy, you got to go, baby boy. You got to go. He's still got quote-unquote illness, DMP, CD. By the way, James Wiseman has played a total of six minutes so far this entire season. Uh, they are just giving him uh, DMP CDs. He gets nothing. Literally not in the game at all. Going to be an absolute bust, the number two overall pick, like Sam Bowie bust. That's crazy. Like Michael Olawakandi bust. That's that's going to be him. That's Anthony, crazy. Anthony, uh, what was his name? Anthony Black, right? No, no, no not no, Anthony, not Anthony Black. Black. Anthony Black's a G. Anthony uh, Bennett. Anthony Bennett. Anthony Bennett, Bennett. Yeah. another one. Number Nuggets one up 17-9 right? right now on the Warriors. Anthony Michael Porter Bennett. Jr.'s already got six, and King's up one on the Trailblazers. So a lot of NBA tonight. A lot of big performances from guys. Pascal Siakam has 28. I really... I really like this Pistons team, though. I know we, you guys have kind of, like, said it briefly earlier, but they're they're another one of those young teams. A couple years away, probably. But here we are. Yeah. I mean, they got a chance to knock off the Bucks in Milwaukee. God, we got less than a minute in this. Might, yes, I but know. Nobody, that's why I brought it in. Do you have anything on this? No, okay. I think Ryan has a plus 10. Yeah, I got Pistons. I had a good night tonight. I don't want to jinx it yet, but we're looking at maybe, just maybe, I got to check my college football bet, maybe a 6-0. Oh, Brooke Lopez just hit a 25-footer. That is, Ice cold. Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> I love him, by the way. One of the best dudes in the league. They love Disney, like weirdly, him and his brother. They like live there pretty much. And uh, mascots, right? Yeah, they're like beating the hell out of mascots. Uh, Wizards plus three comes home. Oh, Rockets plus two and a half comes home. And then in college football, you know what we do on weekdays, kids in Maction. They call me Horvat Maction. And we have another winner. His Miami, Ohio beats Akron 19 to 0. So if you took the team total for Akron over two and a half, which is where that closed, you're a big loser. A big L. Big LL Cool J. 119, 115 now, Bucks with 42 seconds to go. Dame's got 34 in I'm this game. I'm 19 and 1 betting in the last two days. I hate you. Careful. Careful. It's, that, it's all those women's college games. I'd like games, to say man. regression's coming, but I don't know, man. I think I found a. Uh, a gold mine until they cut me off everywhere. See, that's going to be the problem. Is once you get to that point, then Tonight, you, you've on 60 lost your. Minutes, we talk with a guy that discovered how to beat women's college basketball, <laughs> and now he's in prison for inside <laughs> insider inside, trade. It's not insider trading. That's it's me and my uncle. That's Goose. that's the beauty of it. Ryan's sharing a cell with Goose. I want to. If I get another dog to share with Emma, 
uh, to have a little brother or sister for her. I think Goose is a great name for a dog. Goose, yeah. Goose. Yeah. Yeah. Would she accept another dog? I don't know. She likes some breeds. Mm Mm-hmm. Other breeds, she doesn't. If it was a puppy, I think she'd be better. They'd okay. have to be smaller than her. Her motherly instincts would kick in, and I she'd be know. protective, I'm, maybe? I tried it last year around this time, and it was a, a little foster dog, and he was kind of a hybrid of things. Kind of looked like a, a Weimaraner or like a, a Vishla. I so big. I, I'm not good with a dog Vishla. breeds at all. You know, you know the pre, Purina dogs that are like, like oh, great. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. those yeah. ones that are big. Yeah. And this dog was named Prescott. So cute, so sweet. Happy, very, very happy dog. And Emma and him fought like, oh, it was not good. Really? It sounded like the devil. Oh, jeez. It was really, and in the yoga studio that I was going to, they were fostering him. So, but anyway, Goose, I would name uh, a little yeah. dog Goose. That's a good name. Top Gun. Oh, my God, Lillard. Here we go. Uh-oh. Here we go, Chance Pistons. Chance to win it outright as the... ten and a half point dogs. Give that there ball to go. Cade and finish this thing off. Lillard 119, 118, oh. 12 seconds to go. Cade gets blocked at the rim. Oh, no, he turned oh it God, over. Oh, no. Oh, on the box. Dame Dalla. Going to wrap this thing wow. up until Crowder gets fouled right, now. So the foul. wow. Well, still a shot, though, still. for overtime. Maybe yeah. even if he's got to make one or two. Now, if the Bucks are smart and they make both free throws, what do they do? They foul immediately because they're up three. Foul yep. up three in this league and any other league. Look at this kid doing Dude, the Dame, Dame time. Thing. That had nothing to do with it's Dame, It's amazing though. that Milwaukee has Damian Lillard. I know. It, it really is. And it's funny to see the Pfizer Forum sold out because I remember when I first started working in Milwaukee and I was covering games at the Bradley Center, both Marquette basketball and Bucks basketball. Not this many people. Obviously. Yeah. Oh, we missed the first. Wow. Oh, so Crowder missed the first. So this is still Pistons still well alive in this game right now, guys. How's Middleton up to? Why can't they have one? Fa- he ever one? play? No, is the answer. No, he does not usually. Uh, Kevin Durant tonight, twenty-five, seven, and eight. Suns up one hundred nine, one hundred seven on the Bulls. In All right, one out of two for Crowder. So one twenty, one eighteen, three point nine seconds to go. Pistons going to get the ball, timeout, get the ball at midcourt. A chance for two for the tie, three for the win. Go for the win here, guys. Go for, go the, for, the, go win. for the win on the road. Get it to Jaden Ivey. Just like uh, our guy St- Scotty Barnes said, that when they tried to build a little uh, play call for him, he was like, "Or I could step back three it." I like it. Yeah, and then like he did. Confidence. And then he did. And then, he did. And then it all happened step after back that. Three it. I keep see, I keep forgetting Vin Baker's on the coaching staff for the Bucks. There's yeah. a name I haven't heard in a while. Same. You want to talk about Tom Gugliotta. Vin Baker too. Vinny. Vin, Vinny. Vin Vin Big Game Baker, I used to call him back. All right, so day. who's got the hot hand for the uh we know Cade Cunningham's one of them. Let's see who's got the hot hand for the Pistons. Cade Cunningham's got thirty three. I'm sure that's the first guy they want to draw up a play for. Just two of seven from three though. Nobody's really had a good night from three other than Marcus Sasser, who's three of seven, and that's that's a decent night. So maybe it's a Sasser. They draw it up for Sasser instead of Cade Cunningham if they're going for the three here as they get back out on the court. Jesus, Phoenix hasn't made a shot in the last six minutes and 12 seconds of this game. They're in overtime against the Bulls. You'd think that the Bulls would be able to pull away at home, but oh no. (laughs) Well, you might have just jinxed it. Nope, they still missed. Nope, still can't hit a shot. Caruso, I was talking about this during the break with Trista, has been playing really good basketball, keeping them in games on both ends. I think he's going to be a really nice uh, trade piece for a contending team or a young team that mm-hmm. wants maybe a veteran backcourt leader. Yeah. You got to have that that aggressive guy. Look at my guy here. The, you see, right, I, here we I, go. I just love League Pass just to see what the fans yeah, are here we go. in every market. Here we go. Get it what to, are we going to do? Cade. Trying to get it in. Cade. Oh, ball's oh, no. tipped away. Oh, my God. He got two seconds. He's going to have to throw court. it up from half court. Go in. Uh, not even close. Nope. And that's it. That's so Great gross. defense by the Bucks for it's once. Cover, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's covered. 
11 points, way too many. Why are we pricing the Bucks like they were uh, priced like the last couple of years? Is this that, team still clearly trying to figure some things out on both ends? Yeah, that may be kind of the direction to go. If you see some of these nights where the Bucks are big, big heavy favorites, and Chris Middleton was out in this too, not that he's done a ton this year, but maybe that's the opportunity. You kind of just sneak in there and say, all right, maybe I'll fade the Bucks when they're 11-point favorites. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I think that the Bucks are going to have trouble – I guess covering these big numbers. Closing Dame, teams out. Yeah, closing teams out. Dame, by the way, was just god awful tonight from three. I think two was for he? 12. 34 points and still was only two for 12 from yeah. three. Damn. Mm-hmm. All right, Michael yeah. Porter Jr.'s already got 10 for the Nuggets. Oh, the Bucks got a back to back tomorrow. Do we? F- oh, Bucks Pacers tomorrow night, 7 10. Oh, I like the pay. What's, I don't know if there's a number up for that already. You yet. know what? It's going to sound wild, guys, because the Bucks aren't playing any defense. Oh, you know what? I was going to say the second night of a back to back angle, maybe. Second night of a back-to-back for the Pacers as well. 242.5 is the total. So we're obviously increasing the total because the Pacers are so fun offensively and just putting up ridiculous numbers. And then the Bucks aren't yeah. playing any defense. Our three score and a half. points, 120 tonight. Pacers yeah. plus 3.5? Uh, I don't maybe. know. I was thinking about maybe under 242.5 oh, on okay. the second night of a back-to-back. That, that'd probably be the way that I would go. I don't know, though. Do you really want to play an under with couldn't, either of these couldn't teams? Couldn't do right that now? with the Pacers. Really? Even Neither on the one second of night? But neither yeah. one of those does teams. Does Giannis play second night of a back-to-back and does Dame? Yeah, but you're also forgetting about the Bucks' defense. Yeah. That's that's kind of a liability, too. Yeah, that's the issue. And the game's in Indiana, though. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. You know what I'd probably do? I'd go back to um, take assists in... Uh, God, I'm having a brain fart. It's clearly 10:33 on the East yes. Coast here right now. Oh, Halliburton. Halliburton. Yes. Thank Why would you not? Yeah. You know what? Yeah. They're making it though. It's all the way up now. to no. It's all the way up to like 11 and a half, yeah. 12 and a half now. Yeah, it's oh, getting. Really? The it was 12 and a half big. minus 110 tonight. Oh, He's averaging 13 assists per game. Maybe take an alternate and either use a boost or put it in a parlay. Yeah, do that same game parlay or something yeah. like that and make a, le- a lesser number. Eight like plus. 10. Eight yeah, plus eight and like plus. minus 240. And then... uh, oh, I think eight plus is like minus 2,000. It's crazy. When oh, you is get it that much? Oh, yeah, I haven't nuts. gone down on like the alternates at all with it's him in a nuts. while. Yeah. I mean, you kind of knew this was eventually going to happen. He's been somebody that's just a, I mean, he's an assist machine. Yeah. And, you know, we talk so much about point guards in the NBA, who the best point guard is, and it's there's not a lot of natural point guards out there, playmaking point guards. He's one of them, if not the best right now in the league. Oh, yeah, yeah. he yeah. is. I mean, they're a lot of fun, man. They he, score a bunch of points. He and Trey Young are the only 2010 guys in the league right now. Who would we take right now? We're gonna I mean, it's very make that choice, Hallie, Hallie, Hallie. I think we're all going to be on the same page with that one. Trey Young has been. I have not touched a single prop for Trey Young. Good. This entire season. Good. I mean, yeah, it's I just away too, man. He's not shooting the ball very well right now. Yeah, where is he right now? Let's see. I should play those Murray props though. He's been cooking from mid range. In Atlanta, they've been playing a little bit better here. They did lose their last game, but I mean, after they started zero and two, I was like, up, oh, same old Hawks. And yeah. Then they rattled, rattled. Then they rattled. Yeah, they rattled off three straight, and yeah. Trey Young shot thirty-one percent from the field in October, thirty-seven percent so far in his three games in November. Gross, dude. Gross. So he can't even hit forty percent, and he's under twenty-two points a game. Not a good start to the season for no, him. But this is who he is. He's a roller coaster. Year after year after year, it feels like. Every time we've seen him, right? You talk about all the hype coming out of Oklahoma, and he's Steph Curry. Oh, pump the brakes. Though he did have a good rookie year. I get, Especially the expectations being a little bit lower. If you have some bad shooting nights, it's, well, you know, he's a rookie. Adjusting to the NBA. Now you don't really have that luxury anymore. Right, yeah. I mean, 
And with the Hawks, I just kind of thought they were like the next upcoming team in the East because they beat Philadelphia right. in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They went to the Eastern Conference Finals. Dismantled Philadelphia mm-hmm. in some ways. They should have actually beat the Bucks too. I mean, the Bucks didn't have Giannis those final two games. Remember, he got hurt, but Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton absolutely cooked them. And Trey got hurt, too, but... They go from being in the Eastern Conference Finals to barely making the playoffs, or did they miss the playoffs? I can't remember. Were they a playing team? Um, but it's been they've regressed every year, which is weird to see. And they moved on from some guys like I, John Collins. I actually like John Collins. I was out on the Hawks the minute Trey Young came out and said that they were bored with the regular season after making the Eastern Conference yeah, Finals. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That was it for me. I was like, that's it. I can yeah. already see where this team's going. And they've gotten worse every single year since then. Yeah, you can't say that as a young team. Like you haven't no. proven anything. All you've done is you know you've won a playoff series, two playoffs. The Nuggets can say it. And like, imagine if like Jordan back in the day was like, you know what? Yeah, but at least we got there. Just yeah. to get beat. Just by don't say it. At least you know. No. Don't say that out loud. That's an inside thought. Goal not is an championships. Damn it. Yeah. For the Hawks, it's just get back to the playoffs, right? I mean, they had that one. Yeah, with that surprise here. It's, yeah, that's all you really want. This point is just about getting that stability. 25-16 now. Uh, Nuggets over the Warriors. About 90 seconds to go in the first quarter in this one. A lot of points for Michael Porter Jr. so far. Wee. He's got, what, I think at least 10. Wrap it up next. It's BetMGM Tonight. Nick, Trista, and Ryan are taking a short break. Stay tuned because there's plenty more to come on BetMGM Tonight. Presented by BetMGM. Live from... Lincoln Riley's done. And he's had Kyler Murray. I'm not giving him Jalen Hurts. I am gonna, I'm going to leave Jalen Hurts at Alabama. I am. I'm going to leave him at Alabama simply because... There's no other Oklahoma quarterbacks that are squatting 700 pounds. That's Bama built, so I'm going to go with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but Baker Mayfield also as a top pick, and both of those guys, one's been around the league. He's already been around the block in Baker. And then the other one, his own team does not want him to play in Kyler Murray. So I think kind of the shines come off the apple with Lincoln Riley, and you watch him, how frustrated he's been getting over the course of these games and not being able to get stuff done. I just don't – when I watch Caleb Williams play – a lot of it is out of phase. A lot of it is out of the structure of an offense. And to be in the NFL, you've got to play within the offensive structure. Drake May plays within the structure of that offense. Do I love that offense? Not exactly. But he still plays within the structure of an offense. It's not all improv. And so I think that's the difference here. And, yeah, there's going to be somebody, you know, whether it's like the Colts with Anthony Richardson that are going to take a gamble on someone that's willing to play, that that makes their best plays without with it outside of the structure of the offense. But I think Drake May is now becoming more of a – Drake May and Michael Pinch are becoming more um, – they're bubbling up from everyone I talk to from an NFL standpoint because they play within the structure and they find ways to make plays. They know when guys are supposed to be open. They understand where the plays are made instead of everything else. They, they can use the auxiliary, but at the end of the day, what we're seeing are, is teams want guys that can still play within the structure. I think we need to set mm-hmm. some parameters for roasting people for oh. their bets because I'm not going to lie. Last week's teaser was absolutely terrible. I don't think I hit a single leg in it, which is fine. And at the end of the day, it counts for one bet. 
So people are saying, oh, all of your takes were terrible. Listen, if you lose a parlay or a teaser by one leg or four, mm -hmm. it does not matter. It counts the same. But there is nothing worse than people who come on after the fact and say, all yeah. of these picks were terrible. Well, you have to say that before the game starts or else you just look like a Monday morning quarterback because obviously anybody can come in after the game and say, oh, you should have picked this team. Yeah. So can we set some parameters for roasting people's sure. picks? I say if you don't roast somebody before the game starts, you shouldn't be allowed to roast somebody at all. Yes. If you roast someone after the fact, you're a loser. You know why? Because anybody can do that. Anyone. Anyone can say, oh, I'll just wait and see how this plays out. And if you win, I won't say anything. But if you lose, I'll troll you. That's just, that's, that's lowbrow thinking. So, yeah, if you're going to call somebody out and say, I disagree with this pick, fine. Disagree before the fact. Don't do it afterwards. A child can do that. Also, if you're going to provide generic fifth grade insults, I'm not going to mm -hmm. acknowledge you because it is one thing if you listen to my reasoning, you say, hey, I have a problem with your line of thinking. This is wrong. And I think you need to consider this other than just somebody simply commenting wrong. Like that's the worst. <laughs> like you can't even argue with these people because I will follow up and say, okay, what exactly about my handicap? do you disagree right. with specifically and they never have an answer and then they just follow up see you were wrong i'm like okay well if you can't tell me why i was wrong then like you don't have any grounds for insults and also another thing if you don't have your picture as your profile picture and if you don't use your name uh, as true. your profile name you can't insult anybody for anything it's very easy to hate from the sidelines if you don't put your name to it, mm -hmm. sit down. If you missed any of the show, listen back anytime on the new and improved Odyssey app. Now, back to Bet MGM tonight. Here are Nick Ashu, Trista Crick, and Ryan Horvath on the BetQL Network, presented by Bet MGM. Oh, man, are the Bulls going to pull this out, Ryan? 116, 115, half a second to go. Do they even have possession? Uh, nope, the Suns have it, so it doesn't even matter. Let's see, they can catch and shoot. And uh, that's it. That's Suns foul? win. <laughs> I don't think so. No, they didn't call it. 116-115. Oh, yeah. Suns are, yeah, I'm Done. losing my mind. Suns win. OT? I didn't know they went to OT. Yeah. Yeah, and the Suns didn't score for like six minutes. Still went to overtime. Billy Donovan, no moral victories. No, not for him. Official Pl review. Players only meetings, though. Maybe there are. What are What are they reviewing? Whether he got fouled. Oh, boy. Who it was off of. That'll maybe. take another 10 minutes or so. Uh, Bryce Young's passing yards tomorrow, guys. 215 and a half. Tyson Bajant. 189 and a half. Ooh, Taking yeah. overs on either one? No, no, no. But I did. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't either. During the break, actually, I just bet the Panthers again. Three and a half. It's minus 115. I really like the Panthers. This might be one of my favorite primetime bets this year. And it just comes down to the Bears shouldn't be three and a half point favorites mm -hmm. with their backup quarterback in this spot. I know it hasn't looked good for Carolina, and it's a short week for a young quarterback, man. 
And the Bears' defense has played much better. They're getting a little bit healthier in the secondary. But, um, yeah, I like Carolina to at least keep this within a field goal. We're doing a good game, so hopefully it's a field goal game. Hopefully Bryce gets a win, too. I mean, like, sorry to say if you're a Chicago Bear fan, but I want to see Bryce have some good things happen to him so he could build some confidence. Because I think with a young quarterback, man, that's what it comes down to. You don't want to see him all down and out before we get to the end of the season. That's what happened to Trevor Lawrence here, one in yeah. Jacksonville. Well, that you was know, a whole other story, too. Right, right. Bad coaching, though. Um, so hopefully they could get that thing turned around. It starts tomorrow night. And if they're going to lose, hopefully it's not by more than uh, three points. It's kind of why, honestly, I just didn't think Bryce Young needed to start right away this year. That team just lacks so much. It would have been okay yeah. if they just had a veteran out there to start things off. Like who? Well, I mean, they had... Um, Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. Yeah. So it would have been Andy Dalton. He would have been yeah. a lot more comfortable back there. It's not like they're trying. I we I know that's how the NFL kind of works now. We're mostly putting these rookie quarterbacks out there week one. I just don't know if that's always the right approach. It really should be a case-by-case basis. And it feels like we've gotten to the point where it's, well, you're a first-round pick. Got to get you out there and start you right away. Yeah, I mean, the league's just yeah. changed so much. You want to see what you have right away. And also, I mean... If, you want to if, make sure that you have the... Sorry to cut you off, Ryan. You want to make sure that you have your quarterback of the future still under a rookie contract yeah. when he's in yeah. the peak of his powers. Yeah, for sure. That's what I was going to say. Like, you want to win with these guys on a rookie contract, especially now the deals they're getting. You know, like the Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert type deals. You kind of have to win. I mean, because football... That's why I always um, defend, like, Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre, Dan Marino, even though... You know, Favre and Rodgers have a combined two Super Bowl rings. Dan Marino, in my opinion, was one of the best throwers of the football ever, but he doesn't have a ring because football's the ultimate team sport. You know, that's why Tom Brady's great, but I would argue Mahomes is the greatest quarterback of all time, you know, um, because he could do things Brady could never do, and it's a team sport. So that's why uh, you want you want to play these guys early. But but I'm with no, you. No, I mean, I get it. It just it doesn't always mean that it's the right situation for that guy, though, yeah. you know? No, I know for I sure. I think that's the tough part is that sometimes they're thrown into these scenarios that aren't really, you know, great situations. Um, Adam Thielen's receiving yards have gone up to 68.5. I think I'd probably still take the over there. That's really the only option, and it seems to kind wow, of be a consistent a thing. It has gone up. It was 66 last week. Mm-hmm. Even the receptions, like... I'm kind of staying away from Thielen now. When I, was, when I was playing those early on in the year, they were three and a half. Yeah. What are they now? Five and a half? Six no, and a half. Six and a half? No chance. Yeah, six and oh, a half. Oh, I wouldn't last take the week. receptions. No. I would you just go just yards. I would go just yards. I've done that and it's it's come through. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, you know, what we saw last week, he only had twenty nine yards receiving. Before that, seventy two, one fifteen, one oh seven, seventy six, one forty five. So he had a great stretch. It's just um, gonna be him out there. Yeah, I think I'd probably still, even it's like at 68, again, or I'll take the alternate number, drop it down a little bit, parlay it with like something else that's like sitting in minus 160. Those those are the ways I like to kind of sneak in. Not like a big parlay, just a little two-legger sometimes, you know, where it's like receptions are for somebody you're sitting at like minus 160, but it's only like three and a half, and then the receiving yards. So I'll just parlay them both together and gives you at least a little bit of a better return, and it's not, it's not crazy to begin with. So, but yeah, there's just... I I'm think just I might tr- take some unders from some guys like Hayden Hurst. Yeah. I'll probably go kickers again, honestly. I'm just there's not a lot in this that I'm just finding interest in. I'm not betting any props. I really mean that. I'm sticking by this for the first time ever. Like in this game, I like the Panthers. The uh no, I don't even want to take the under. I just I, I would only take the under. I wouldn't bet the over, but I'm just gonna take Carolina and hopefully cheer it on. Because like for example, Monday night got way too cute. Did the stupid running back props. Yep. Early on in that on uh, Friday, I bet the under at 40, and I bet the Chargers on the money line. Both were the right sides. 
The Jets were never the right side just because we got through the key number and we had three and a half with a good defense. They, they're not a good football team, and yet I got too cute. I played that. I took the running back props, and I had a losing night even though I got the under home and the Chargers, my initial bets, and that's the kind of stuff that keeps me up at night. You know, that and what happened to me actually just like five minutes ago. What happened? I the Pistons bet didn't go through for whatever reason. It put my money back in my account. So I had the Pistons cover the 10 and a half you against the Bucks. You need to send Bucks, a little text to the administrative and I department. And I, didn't, and I didn't get it home, so I'm a little <laughs> sad. But yeah, I, I just, uh, no props tomorrow night. Because I could see Adam Thielen going out there and having 10 receptions. I could also see Adam Thielen going out there and getting completely shut down. I don't know what to expect from the Bears offense with Bajan, although it seems like Cole Komet's worth a good bet. Uh, is is worth a prop look. I mean, there's a reason he's making all that money, and you think young, inexperienced quarterback, check downs to running backs. They're beat up in the backfield, but Cole Komet's pretty healthy, and he's been producing. Had a big week last week, so maybe an anytime touchdown for him, maybe over on the receptions. I don't even want to do anything with the receiving yards if it's the underneath stuff, because Carolina, as bad as they are, not a terrible tackling team. So... Yeah, just just the Panthers for me. <clears throat> Both kickers over one and a half field goals made. Is it plus money? That's very interesting to me. That yeah. shows me that Vegas thinks there's not even going to be two field goals right. made between them. Eddie both. Pinero's at, one, at plus 125 to go over one and a half, Trista. Usually it's minus 110 each way. Yep. That's banana land. Cairo Santos is also even money. He Cairo hasn't Santos, made, uh, revenge game. Yeah, hasn't made two field goals in a game, though, since uh, against Minnesota back on October 15th. So, been a little while for him. Offense doesn't move very well there, so I, I can kind of understand that. Maybe I'll just stick with one. If you were a general manager, or better yet, a head coach, and you had to cling on to one of these two dumpster fire teams for the next five to ten oh, years, God. who would you choose? It's easy for me. I know that the Panthers have their number one overall pick in Bryce Young, Mm -hmm. but he hasn't looked great. The offensive line, that looks like it's going to take some work. The defense is still going to take some work, I think, in in my opinion. And you're going to have to find your skill position players. I would go Bears. Even if Justin Fields isn't the guy, you have over $100 in cap space. Mm -hmm. Your defense is getting better every week. You know, you you got DJ Get Moore. yourself a new head coach. Yeah, you get yourself a new head coach, and it's a big market, and maybe you're moving to Arlington Heights. Who knows? There'll be some excitement if that ends up happening. You build a new stadium. you got to get out of Soldier Field. That field sucks. Yeah. But I would actually go Bears. And in the NFC North, Lions are good right now, but I don't know that Jared Goff's the quarterback of the future, and you're going to lose Ben Johnson as your play caller. Vikings aren't going to have a quarterback after this year. And, oh, yeah, Packers. Jordan Love sucks. It's that easy. <laughs> Well, the Packers make it. And Matt LaFleur sucks, too, so double whammy. Who else sucks there? Uh, Everybody not not named Rashawn Gary or Aaron Jones. Yeah. Sounds about right. Christian Watson may not suck. I don't know. He doesn't have a quarterback. He was sure as hell good with the last eight weeks with the guy named Aaron Rodgers. Yes, he was. Man, that guy was a... He was, a, he was a bet every single week for me to get a touchdown. Yeah, now, God. And fantasy. I snagged him off the waiver wire in fantasy after that three-touchdown game, and it's just... Ever since then, and now me, you're like, oh. Let me rant on this really quick, actually. Okay, go ahead. Okay, Feel free. it's 10.50, and this I'm is what fine. pisses me off with Packers. If you fans. could take four minutes, actually, because that would be great. I got you, yeah. actually, on this. Right. So this is what angers me with, with the Packer fans, is that I hate the drafts every single freaking year. This year, as you hear in the intro, I would have taken Jordan Addison. I know he didn't run the 4-3-40, and he's not six foot four, six foot five. so that's why Brian Gutekinds didn't like him, but I would have liked him because he was a hell of a playmaker at USC. You saw that last year. You saw that even before he got to USC. You saw him do it at Pitt. 
and um, you didn't draft him. And you never do. Like you didn't, you didn't trade up for Justin Jefferson. You didn't draft T. Higgins. Instead, you draft your quarterback of the future in Jordan Love, even though you have Aaron Rodgers under contract for four more years for over $120 million. But everybody would always make these excuses. Well, the Packers don't have to draft first-round talent you know, at wide receiver. Look what Greg Jennings did. Look what Donald Driver did. <laughs> Look what Jordy Nelson did. You want to know what all those guys have in common? When they left Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay, they did absolutely nothing. Does anybody remember Javon Walker's time with the Raiders? Oh, yeah, no. that's right. Do you remember right. Jordy Nelson's time with the Raiders? Yes. Can anybody tell me where Greg Jennings played after Green Bay? Vikings. And Miami. Yeah. People forget. <laughs> but they and did then nothing. the Fox Sports. They got carried yeah. by good quarterback play. You have to, if, if Jordan Love, if you don't have Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers, you have to get this first-round talent. There's a big drop-off between Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson and Romeo Dobbs, in my opinion. Just saying. Huge. So I don't want to hear about, like, well, the Packers historically have had good luck in the second and third round. Yeah, because historically they had Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre. These guys are really damn good. You know, this is what happens when you don't actually have an, you don't have an owner. Broke that pen. Sorry, Peach. Like, so, serious question. Mine. As you take all the pen pieces. Reminds and me of Liar, Liar. The pen is blue. The pen <laughs> is blue. What, like, who makes the decisions on firing people? In like Green Bay, general that's, manager. that's the problem. You got guys like Bart Winkler and all these, all the people like buying a piece of paper for 120 bucks. If Jerry Jones was running my team, no. But look, like seriously, how does that even really there's get like done? A whole, there's like a whole board. So Mark Murphy is the team president, right? Brian Gutekinds is the general manager, right? But like, who Russ makes the decisions Ball on firing the them? Guy. It'd be Mark Murphy, yeah. But somebody needs to step in and fire him. Like, at what point does that decision get is right? That a like, lifelong position. I mean, kind of. Team president is something that get you get fired from, too, at any other organization. It's the beautiful thing about the Green Bay Packers, and it's also a terrible thing. Because if they did have, like, a real owner, I think that they probably, you know, like a couple years ago would have traded for Tony Gonzalez, since all it would have taken was a third-round pick. They probably would have traded for Randy Moss when Brett Favre was like, get me Randy Moss, and instead the Patriots made the move for him, and he broke the NFL receiving touchdown record, <laughs> and they went undefeated on the season. You know, they probably would have found a way to bring in Odell Beckham Jr., when um, who's the guy that's always wrong? Jordan Schultz was tweeting out that, oh, not only does OBJ want to be a Packer, he wants to play this Sunday. Yeah, good call, Schultz. He's a <laughs> Ram the next day, and then you blocked me. Did he block you? Yeah. Because he's wrong every single time, and, and eventually you got to be held accountable. Right. You know, I don't care that you broke a report five years ago and were featured on ESPN. You can't carry on living your way. Well, you can. What am I even talking about right now? I'm just, I'm just going you're off just, on everything. You're just you're angry about your Packers. We like Air Force Hawaii under 47 and a half. We like Iowa State minus six and a half. We like Penn State plus four and a half. There's three college You kind of like that. You kind of like that. No, we talked ourselves into fully liking it. You know what else we like? What? We like Rutgers to beat Iowa. Okay. We like Georgia to cover the ten and a half against Ole Miss. What's Ole Miss's best win this season? They're about to get blown out. And one last one. Uh, give me Virginia Tech, the money line, minus 118. Bay Bay. Bay Bay. That's all I got. That's, <laughs> That's all I, it? I've given you guys all I have. You and me my both, love my friend. Is all I have. There you go. 36-33, Nuggets over the Warriors. Got 724 to go in the second there. They're replaying the Wizards game here if you want to watch I it a was, second time. I, I did Quite actually. Stick around. Thursday night football tomorrow. We're back. It's Ben oh, MJ the night. Big game. Big game.